Welcome to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast with your host, Greg Shepard. Greg is a fee-only financial advisor who specializes in helping those in higher education to take control of their retirement. Since 2001, Greg has helped employees all over the country make the most of their retirement plans. Hey there, folks. Greg Shepard here, Higher Ed Retire Podcast. As always, I am your humble host, and I do appreciate you taking the time out of your day or evening to listen to this silly little podcast that I put together. So this episode stems from you, the people out there uh, listening and on LinkedIn as well, wanting me to expand or record an episode on a, well, piggybacking off a post I posted. Is that right? I posted a post on LinkedIn regarding some Canadian uh, pensions investing in some nefarious investments and how that relates to your pension here in the U.S. So for those of you that don't know me, again, name is Greg Shepard. I do have an investment management firm here in the Kansas City area. I specialize in helping folks like yourself in higher education navigate those tricky waters of the retirement plan and basically get the most out of your retirement plan. If you want to contact me regarding this episode, which many of you already have, okay, before I even recorded it, or contact me on any other episodes that I've done. My email, I'll, I'll give you my phone number, but let's be honest, nobody really uses the phone in, anymore. My email is greg at shepherdfinancial.com. As you would not expect, my last name is spelled S-H-E-P-A-R-D. So, the catalyst for this episode. And before we get going, real quick, I always forget, and I get myself in trouble. So, for some Reason not known to me, one singular sentence will keep the attorneys at bay, and that sentence goes as follows. Investment advisory services offered by me, Greg Shepard, as an investment advisor rep of SNA Financial Services, a registered investment advisor. So recently I made a post on LinkedIn uh, around the, the, the headlines, the news of this Canadian pension. Three of them, one, two, three, three of them investing in a cryptocurrency exchange, FTX. Now, if you don't know the news around the cryptocurrency exchange, FTX, I'm not going to get into it. Bottom line is any money invested in that, that money be gone, okay? And it kind of rubbed me the wrong way that this uh, Canadian pension, three of them, three over, okay, three of them, and the Canadian government has, folks, this is lost on me. I don't pretend, I don't even want to know. Uh, I don't have the desire to dig into how the Canadian government is involved, but they are somehow in these pensions. Uh, but these these pensions invested in these very aggressive investments, and as I said earlier, that money be gone. So that rose some questions around U.S. pensions, right, and how they're invested. So I'll get into that here in just a bit. But these Canadian pensions, so uh, in the headlines, Reuters, for for example, is what I'm citing here. The Ontario Teachers Pension Plan, OTPP for short, right? Said on Thursday it had invested a total of $95 million, yes, $95 million to the troubled cur- cryptocurrency exchange FTX and had, uh, sorry, and any financial loss from the exposure will have limited impact on the pension plan. Limited impact on pension plan. $95 million, folks. So, when my first thought, I tell you what, it, it's, it's a little humorous, but I, I don't know the investment process of investing in these pensions in in, uh, in Canada, but can you imagine, you know, they had 5, 10, 15, 23 people, I don't have a clue, sitting around a table, and they're like, hmm, 
anyone have any ideas on how we should invest this conservative money for folks that are retiring looking to live off this income? You know, Sally or Joe, let's, let's, let's use Joe. Joe down the, on the table down there raises his hand and says, Hey, I got a great idea. My kid has been on his phone 24-7. Him and his friends. It's not just him, okay? It's him and his friends. Playing around with this thing's called uh, cryptocurrency, right? And they seem to be making a lot of money percentage-wise. Now, they don't have a, a you-know-what to, to pee in, but percentage-wise, man, through the roof. I think this would be a great investment for this pension plan that we manage. Now, I don't know what the hell it is, and neither does anybody else here, but we can all act and read and maybe try to figure out what it is and at least uh, talk intelligently about it because nobody else will have a clue what we're talking about. But I think we should put in, not, not, uh, not only should we invest in it, folks, I think we should put in $100 million into this pension. All in favor? Yeah, sure. Aye, 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 aye. The ayes have it. This OTPP is now investing 100, well, 95 million to be exact, into this unknown investment that is supposedly, supposedly inside a relatively conservative vehicle. Now, I have no doubt now. Okay, we're, I'm, I'm done trying to be humorous, okay? Um, I have no dog in the fight. I don't live in Canada. I don't rely on income from any Canadian pension. Uh, there are folks that do, but I would certainly be raising some hell, even though it didn't Im- impact it very much. I couldn't care less if I w- if it didn't impact anything or, or limit the losses, okay? Limited losses from this stupid investment. I would be raising hell. So now, before I get down to the U.S., there, uh, folks, where do I start here? So I have nothing written down for this episode, by the way. Usually I have bullet points, but I'm just kind of shooting from the hip and talking from the heart. Now, for months on end, you know, I watch the financial news stations just about 24-7. Drives my wife crazy, so she could certainly vouch for this. But ad after ad after ad after ad after ad, I've seen folks that are famous that you know, okay, uh, promoting certain cryptocurrency exchanges slash cryptocurrencies themselves to the point where here are three names off the top of my head that I never, ever, ever thought I wouldn't recite in any of my episodes, much less one. You got Tom Brady, you got uh, Matt Damon, and Kim Kardashian. The last one, Kim Kardashian's actually being sued for quite a bit of money for things she posted regarding cryptocurrency she probably shouldn't have posted, right? So these folks uh, tooting their horns, and, you know, it, it's amazing what folks will do for the almighty dollar. Do these folks not have enough money when it, when it comes to Tom Brady and Matt Damon, especially Kim Kardashian? Oh, and Tom Brady's, uh, I guess, ex-wife now? Uh, not in hot water. I, I don't know what kind of trouble they're getting into. But nonetheless, these famous people promote um, these investments that I, I 100% believe they don't know what the hell it is. Okay, because I don't think anybody out there really truly knows. It is not a commodity. If anybody says cryptocurrency is a commodity, whatever you're doing, what kind of interaction you're having with that person, turn around and walk away. Okay, that's my that's my advice. Much less invest in it 
in it in a in a conservative vehicle. Okay, so neither here nor there, but that's the catalyst of this episode and uh, a lot of email. Not a lot. Uh, more than most posts I've posted, I received emails regarding this issue and just wondering what you know. How is when it comes to this Canadian pension? How are your pensions invested, right? And folks, this is public information. Now, me being in the industry for over 20 years, when I say industry, I'm talking about dealing with higher education retirement plans for 20 years. I shouldn't say I'm privy to information. I, um, I Maybe I pay attention to it more than the average Joe in higher ed, right? So a lot of this information is, is public information. Now, I'm not going to sit here and tell you exactly how all your pensions are invested, but I encourage you to ask questions. Folks, this is your money. I can't stress this enough. This is your money. Now, a lot of these universities have have transitioned out of pensions. When I say pensions, what I'm talking about is when you, the employee, are mandated, mandated to put money into a pension, not a 401A necessarily. It's not an account. It's just a pension, right? It's like Social Security. And then once you retire or terminate service and you reach that retirement age, uh, this pension is going to pay you out a certain annuity that you chose based on certain factors like your beneficiaries and many different variables that we're not, not going to get into right now. So, again, when someone else is investing your money, your money, I think you have the right to ask questions. What I have in front of me is a certain pension plan, right? I'm not going to name the name. I don't know why. I just feel uneasy giving the name out. Uh, a lot of you out there and a lot of my clients have uh, not access, what's the word I'm looking for, have, have exposure to this particular pension plan. Now, I'm going to recite this. Now, this is how, let me back up. This particular pension plan reallocated their pension during, um, you know, this is 2022 in November. So we went through a little bit of troubled waters in the markets. Understandably, this pension decided to reallocate. Now, what they reallocated to, I couldn't tell you why. Um, they probably come up with some silly answer using a lot of lingo and language, trying to talk over your head to make it sound very complicated to justify the fees associated with said investments. Those particular investments include, are not limited to, but include multifamily homes, such as duplexes and apartment buildings. The plan would also increase investment in private equity, particularly venture capital firms and funds to biotech and information technology startups. Oh yeah, looks like they're also going to put money in limited partnership companies. Now, okay, now this, th th there's no mention of cryptocurrency or anything like that, uh, but the same, it's like the same story, different verse, right? And what I mean by that is the Canadian Pension Fund meant to drive income for those relying. There's a lot of folks that rely on that pension, right? And they decided it was a good idea to invest in that silly investment cryptocurrency exchange, FTX. So does the same story apply here, same, same theory apply here where they're taking your pension, your money, meant for you to live on when you retire and, and, and putting that money towards venture capital firms, startup in um, tech and biotech firms, companies, and partnerships, limited, limited partnerships. If, if anyone invested in the 80s, we know how that goes, these limited partnerships. My humble 
meaningless opinion is hell no, okay? If that were my money, I would be uh, not irate, but I'd certainly want to know why. Justify these reasons, okay? And then start digging into costs because I guarantee, oh, there's hedge funds in here too. Um, yeah, like I said, not limited to, but include, there's hedge funds right there, which is very pretty common. A lot of these uh, endowments, pension funds uh, do invest in hedge funds, but those things ain't cheap, folks. Now, there's also you and I have access to how these pensions have performed. I'm not going to get into all the specifics regarding this pension, but let's see. I actually have it written down. I'm not going to recite it all, though. Let me just tell you this. For the last three, five, seven, and ten-year period, okay, this particular pension compared to the stock market, which is the S&P 500, isn't even close. What I'm getting at is the stock market has done a lot better than this particular pension. All right. Then you start getting into the fees associated with biotech, information tech startups. You know what kind of money do they give them? Uh, venture capital firms, limited partnerships, hedge funds. Why? The cost of associated the, the cost associated associated with investing in index indices. Okay. Not necessarily the S&P 500, but different, you know, diversified indices. 0 0.04, 0 0.05, thereabouts. I'm not going to guarantee, but I think I'll guarantee the costs associated with what they're doing in this particular pension aren't even close, meaning a lot higher. Okay, and again, folks, that's your money at work. Now, going back to performance, just to give you an idea, uh, this particular pension. Let's just go to the ten-year. They're all the S&P has outperformed this pension in every time span: three, five, seven, and ten. But the last ten years, okay. Now this is as of June thirtieth, twenty twenty-two. This particular pension's averaged eight point six percent. Not too bad, okay. S&P eighteen, almost nineteen percent. Now. Their um, maybe justification as to, you know, they're going to start talking over your head and say, well, we got distributions for certain things allocated for the university, right? We have to take distributions or make distributions to particular, uh, we'll call them entities, right? Then my first question would be, the, why the hell are you investing in non-liquid assets if you have to make all these distributions, right? I mean... It's not that complicated, folks, but to justify the fees associated with investing these pension funds, they have to make it sound or look complicated. You, it's your money. You have the right to ask questions. And I'd start off with fees, okay? Fees, 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 because that's a question I've uh, received via email the last uh, few days is, A, well, A, you folks out there don't really know how your pension's invested or who's investing, and I have access to all that information. So do you, by the way. And B, what are the costs associated with that? I think it's a very justifiable question to be asking. It's your money. Anyway, I, I don't think I have much more else to uh, expand on this topic other than uh, you know, public service announcement around your pensions. It garnered some questions, curiosity from my LinkedIn post. Folks, uh, by the way, if you want to join my LinkedIn group, um, let's see, just go to LinkedIn and find me. Again, my name is Greg Shepard. The, the LinkedIn group is Higher Ed Retire. 
you have to request. And if you're in higher ed, looking for information around your higher ed retirement plans, I will, of course, uh, approve that request. But contact me directly on any thoughts, you know, around this topic or or if you're looking for help on your 401A, 403B, 457, I've been doing it a long time and probably know your plan like the back of my hand. Go ahead and contact me, my email, greg at shepherdfinancial.com. Shepherd is S-H-E-P-A-R-D. Again, folks, I really do appreciate you taking the time to listen to my silly little episode here. And in closing, as I always state, take control of your retirement today. Thanks for listening to the Higher Ed Retire Podcast. Just because this episode is over doesn't mean you can't continue your retirement journey. Please visit www.higheredretire.com to see how you can work with Greg or to simply ask him a question. Thanks again. S&A Financial Services is a registered investment advisor. Information presented is for educational purposes only and does not intend to make an offer or solicitation for the sale or purchase of any specific securities, investments, or investment strategies. Investments involve risk and, unless otherwise stated, are not guaranteed. Be sure to first consult with a qualified financial advisor and or tax professional before implementing any strategy discussed herein. Past performance is not indicative of future performance.